Love. The promised land of love. Glory. Father, I pray for all the young sailors, the brides-to-be. I pray that they would be intoxicated on our mature love today, that all their hearts, all their sails be filled with the wind of love. Let the, let the love of Jesus just blow you into a deeper experience of divine love. Song of Songs 7-6 How delicious is your fair beauty! It cannot be described as I count the delights you bring to me. Love has become the greatest. Matthew 3-17 Then suddenly the voice of the Father shouted from the sky, saying, This is the Son I love. And my greatest delight is in him. My greatest delight, my garden of Eden is in him. Discovering the son of his love in the garden of our Heavenly Father's greatest delight inside one another, within each other. That's the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's where we're going. That's never-ending revival. That's the great awakening and the great harvest of the end times. This realm, the love realm. John 15, 13. For the greatest love of all is the love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. The sacrificial love of agape of the Garden of Eden is only experienced when you give up your soul to love. Your soul is the love offering. You'll never taste divine love until you can give up something in your heart. It's called the thorns and the thistles of the desert places. There are desert places within us that need to become drenched with love. As it's written, my garden has become a well-watered garden. Your heart has become a well-watered garden. No dry place to be found. No thorns, which means no religion. No thistles, which means no rebellion. No foxes in the vineyard. No secret sin. We're just a wide-open, hot mess of drunken glory love. And you can be drunk on love, and you can live lovesick. Amen? You can live intoxicated on love. People might think, you know, you're caught up into some love affair. Who cares what anyone thinks? This is the passion of Christ. This is the love story of all love stories. Our love with God, and our love with one another. Our continual love feast in real, spiritual, biblical Christianity. Amen. You arrive at the love feast, you arrive at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Every temptation you've ever had your entire life, every attack of the enemy is to prevent you from taking a seat at the Lamb's table and learning how to feast on His love. Every single lie. Every single do and don't in the brain 
Every single religious spirit telling you to do this and don't do that, they're the enemies of love. All the works of the soul, all the things you have to do to earn love, are all demons trying to prevent you from taking your seat of authority, your inheritance in the kingdom of heaven, at the king's table, at the king's banqueting table. There's a seat, there's a throne, listen, there's a throne of feasting for you. The throne room is a place of continual feasting, a a place of continual celebration. It's a place of overcoming every temptation in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. This is where you are going. You're going to the banqueting hall. You're going into the house of wine. His banner over you has always been love. But what has separated your soul from the experience of that love? Flies. Lies have. Lies. The lies you and I have believed. There are many of them. And the only way those lies are surfaced is in the drinking of the king's cup of love. The new covenant is drinking the king's royal cup of divine love until you're supremely intoxicated on Jesus' love towards you and every other thing that's been stealing from you is destroyed. That's what Christian maturity actually is. Walking in unconditional love like a cup overflowing with love. There's nothing higher. There's nothing greater. That is your promised land. And you find it within each other. Amen. Since it's such a season of tremendous increase of divine love, and we've been growing up into this place. We've been drunk on love 11 years. Hallelujah. We really have. I've, I've been hitting the love bottle of, of glory for a long, long, long time. But there are degrees. There are seasons and there are times. And this is a season and time of the richest measure of divine love. Love like you've never known before. No one, no man, no woman on earth can say, Oh, I've known that love. You're a liar. This is fresh love. This is a new love. This is a greater degree of love than anyone has ever tasted. It's, I've saved the best wine for last. That's what this is. The best love for last. For wine is love. Amen? Song of Songs, 1, Passion Translation. Smother me with the kisses, your spirit kiss divine. So kind are your caresses, I drink them like the sweetest wine. Your presence releases a fragrance so pleasing, over and over poured out. For your lovely name is flowing oil, no wonder the brides-to-be adore you. Draw me into your heart and lead me out. We will run away together into your cloud-filled chamber. We will remember your love as we laugh and rejoice in you, celebrating your every kiss as better than wine. No wonder righteousness adores you. Jerusalem maidens, in this twilight darkness, I know I am so unworthy, so in need. Yet, you are so lovely. I feel as dark and dry as the desert tents of the wandering nomads. Yet, you are so lovely. Like the fine linen tapestry hanging in the holy place. You see this here in Song of Songs 1. 
the veil. It's the conscience. In the beginning of your love journey with God, your conscience is still seared. Your soul is not experiencing the full intensity of the glory of the Father's love. Later on, you see that there is no veil of separation. Love is what cleanses the conscience. Love is what burns up the veil of the holy place. Where's the holy place? Your spirit. The veil is between your spirit in your belly and your mind in your forehead. And right here, there's a, there's a veil, your conscience, right in your mental ray. It's your mental ray. And love burns the veil of your mental ray for your mind to come into the full experience of the Holy of Holies love. Amen. Please don't stare in scorn because of my dark and sinful ways. There's still a sin consciousness until the veil is burnt up with the full experience of love. There's still, what do I need to do? I'm condemned. I'm not good enough. I don't measure up enough. All this religious junk, all this death in the soul that hasn't burned yet because the veil is still there. My angry brothers quarreled with me. It's a place of contention, a place of envy, a place of strife. They appointed my guardian of their ministry vineyards. I'm not tended my vineyard within. Won't you tell me, lover of my soul, where do you feed your flock? Where do you lead your beloved ones? To rest in the heat of day, for I wish to be wrapped all around you as I go among the flocks of your under-shepherds. It is you I long for, with no veil between us. We're coming into a time of fellowship in this revival, this love revolution, where there will be no veil between brother and brother, sister and sister, and brother and sister, that everyone's conscience will be so cleansed with divine fire and divine love that it's like you're eating off the tree of life one to another. You're literally feasting on each other's development of fruitfulness out of the garden of their heart. That's what a love feast is. When you learn how to feast into others and learn how to receive from others and let your love grow, love one another as I have loved you. Is there, That's the, the only law of the new covenant. Jesus gave only one law. The new covenant is love. That's it. But you have to understand first, love is the glory of God. Love is the cup, and it's the third heaven realm of Zion and Eden manifesting through you. Because God is love. You're going into the God dimension. You're going into the glory dimension. You're going into the love dimension. You're leaving the natural dimension. When you learn about love and you get direct revelation of divine love, you are leaving the earth behind, and you're rising. Divine love is the resurrection of the dead. Divine love is third day glory. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, or you could say, by divine love. And he was like a drunken man. There's reference to Jesus being raised from the dead in the Old Testament prophets that Jesus was physically drunk with love when he was raised back into his body out of Tartarus. The bulls of Bashan gaped about him. He was completely separated 
from the Father's love for us so that in His resurrection from the dead we could be consumed with the Father's love and never be separated again. As we go through Song of Songs, we're going to learn about the mountains of separation, the places where you cling to fears, the places where you say no to the Lord. We all got them. We all deal with it. We all got walls. We all got blockages. No one's perfect except Jesus. And He perfects us by melting down the mountains of separation so we can live on the spiced mountains of His love. It's major. Listen, my radiant one. If you ever lose sight of me, just follow in my footsteps where I lead my lovers. God's saying all your friends are lovers. All your lovers are friends. In the sand, it was an orgy in the Exodus. That's false love. Mm -hmm. In the sand, it's lust. In the sand, it's perverse. In the sand, it's profane. On the mountain, it's pure. On the mountain, it's holy. On the mountain, it's perfect divine intimacy. White dove to white dove. Wise virgin to wise virgin. If you're in the sand, it'll be sexual morality. If you're on the mountain of burning anointing oil, It'll be the purest, most intimate conversations one with another. That's the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's what separates the wheat from the tares, the wise from the foolish, and the goats from the sheep, is those who are on the mountain of oil, those who are on the mountain of purity, those who are on the mountain of intimacy, and those who stayed down below in the sand, clinging to the pleasures of the flesh. This is a call to repentance to run up Mount Zion. Holy Spirit, raise us up your mountain of anointing oil, your mountain of love. And let all the lower things of the earth, all the base nature, all the lust of the flesh, all the lust of the eyes, all the pride of life, fall off us like sin, like scales, like dust. Let it be washed away. Let it be blown away by your jealous love today. Amen. My dearest one, let me tell you how I see you. You are so thrilling to me. To gaze upon you is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses, a strong, regal steed, pulling his royal chariot. Your tender cheeks are aglow. Your earrings and gem-laden necklaces set them ablaze. We will enhance your beauty, encircling you with our golden reins of love. You'll be marked with our redeeming grace. As the king surrounded me, the sweet fragrance of my praise perfume awakened the night. A sachet of myrrh is my lover, like a tied-up bundle of myrrh resting over my heart. He is like a bouquet of henna blossoms, henna plucked near the vines at the fountain of the Lamb. I will hold him and never let him part. Look at you, my dearest darling, you are so lovely. You are beauty itself to me. Your passionate eyes are like loyal, gentle doves. My beloved one, you are pleasing beyond words and so winsome. Our resting place is anointed and flourishing like a green forest meadow bathed in light. Rafters of cedar branches are over our heads and balconies of pleasant smelling pines a perfect home. I can see us going chapter to chapter the next 
seven days and just expounding verse by verse as the Spirit leads in Song of Songs. Just going deeper, getting richer in love. This is the final frontier for us, you guys. Everything in your life that your mind gets distracted by is cured when you get into love. We don't really understand that yet. We need to come into the full experience of it. Love promotes you. There is a love that gives you favor with everyone around you. When you're in love, you'll treat people differently because you're love drunk. There's an intoxication of the Father's love that will pour out of you and touch everyone around you. There's a covering of the bride that will heal the nations because she's so intoxicated with love. It's an apostolic covering. Do you know what the apostolic nature of Jesus Christ actually is? It is love. It's the highest glory realm. It's a covering of love. It's a blanket of love. It's being completely saturated and drenched by someone who loves you perfectly, unconditionally, all the time. That's what true apostolic covering is. And Jesus is an apostle. And there are many men and women, there are mighty apostles here, the mightiest apostles that have ever walked the earth, even greater than Paul. They will even demonstrate a greater apostolic grace than Jesus, because he went to the Father. So a greater work, John 14, 12. It's true. We're going to demonstrate a greater love and a greater apostolic covering than even Jesus. Listen, he went to the Father. He gave Paul and his friends, you know, all of the missions to go out and change the world, and, and they did a good job. But listen, no one has ever covered nations like this before. No one in history has ever brought the dome and canopy of apostolic love covering of the glory of God except this generation. It has never been done before. This is a brand new work. Isaiah 4 or 5, And the love of God will be a canopy and a dome of love to protect them from the scorching heat. Where? Over all Mount Zion. Where is Mount Zion? That's the mountain of the Lord in you. What happens if you give your soul to Mount Zion every day? It comes out of you and it covers everyone around you because you've learned to love. That's what it means to lay your life down for your friends is serve the Father in you, Mount Zion in you, until Mount Zion completely consumes your soul and comes out of your soul. You'll feel it come out of your soul because you'll feel all the crowns of Christ rising in your soul. On His head were many crowns. What happens when your spirit rises up into His headship in full yielding and full surrender and in full intimacy and in full obedience and full love? Then everything He is is completely and totally shared with you and manifesting through you all the time. That's what the manifesting sons of God are. They're people that have tapped into realms, gone deeper, opened up every realm, and gotten to know the fullness of the Godhead indwelling them bodily. That's what it means to be a manifesting son of God. To, you have gotten to know the fullness of the Godhead indwelling you individually, bodily. You have become exactly like God in every way. Amen. Be perfect as your Father in Heaven is perfect. This is how you do it. Growing in love. And it's not a suddenly. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's like a tender garden. It's a garden of your spirit life. And you learn to keep the weeds out. You learn to keep the words of the enemy out. You learn to keep the foxes out. 
anything that would spoil our vineyard, you hate. You hate it. You hate it with perfect hatred because you guard this realm of the kingdom of heaven within your heart with everything you have. I mean, just a barrier of fire with cherubim and flashing sword, you guard the garden of Eden within you. Your relationship with God is primary. It is the most important thing in the universe, and there's nothing even close. And as you guard that realm, it grows within you. That's the pearl of great price. And what do you do? You sold the field. What's the field? Your flesh. You sold your flesh to God, bought with the price, no longer my own. I've sold my flesh to God, a bondservant in chains, to Christ. This is not my flesh. This is the flesh of God because we've given our bodies to Him. Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you've received from God? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Amen? <laughs> 1 Corinthians 6.19, that your body now is God's body. That's the soil. You have sold the field for the pearl of the kingdom and the glory and the intimacy and the, the realm of Eden, the realm of love. You've done, done everything for love. You've done it all in the name of love. Therefore, his banner over us is love because we've sold the field for the pearl. And this pearl will grow in an ever-increasing glory through all of us members of the Bride of Christ until this pearl completely becomes the new earth. The pearl growing within you is the new earth that you'll walk out in the natural dimension. Amen? By millions of men and women that sell their fields in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you'd like to give a love offering to Red Letter Ministries, you can donate at redletterman.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We love you. Amen.